0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Today is Friday, September the 4th. We are nearing the week of football. The next time you hear this podcast, I think we will be talking on a week in which professional football, as we understand it, will be played. The Chiefs and the Texans just Less than seven days away, which is kind of amazing. And this is the end of gambling week in which we break down the best things to bet on in week one. And we can't do gambling week without bringing on the Wizard of Odds. Good friend, great friend of the program, Kenny White at Whitey Vegas. Kenny, what's going on, buddy? Thanks, Will.
1: Oh boy. This is amazing. You know, we had, we had that, that time off in March, April, May, going kind of into June. And then all of a sudden now, Everything's going on at one time. You got UFC, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, College Football, and the NFL. Everything all at once. And the US
0: Open and Professional Golf at like the peak at the height of the (laughs) table. We're going to have tennis. (laughs) Tennis. I know. The US Open's fantastic. I am enjoying it. I'm watching, I'm sweating out a Baltista Agut. Uh (laughs) it's like minus six and a half as we watch this, and it's I think it's dead. But um the uh look, we're gonna get and, and if we're going to get Jim Nance is going to go from calling a game, an NFL game, into like calling the Masters on one Sunday, I think, or I don't know how he's going to do that actually. So but that's above our pay grade. Uh, it looked a little dicey there for a while, Kenny, with for, for people who analyze sports and who are analyze sports gambling. But now we get to look at Week One odds. It's felt a little far away until now, but uh, let's start. And, and bear in mind, we're going to, you know, we'll talk about this next week as well because you know we're going to make Week One picks. But uh, given Kenny's expertise. At, uh, at looking at the first week and looking at, at sports in general. And believe me, Kenny and I have gotten on a tear before in the past. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Uh, we want to look at week one NFL games with you. What, uh, so I'll just ask you. I mean, like, well, we'll start, let's start with a Thursday game. Cause yeah, that's the game. Every, that. I mean, we've noticed this with the handle which is the amount bet, and I got a request. We'll do betting 101 at some point. We'll do that down the road. But the handle means the total amount bet for a particular game. Like, the handle for that random Central Arkansas game or whatever it was on Saturday was apparently, like, bigger than, like, the 2019 Master. You know what I mean? Like, it was insane yeah, right. how big it yep, was. Yep. I would have to imagine this Chiefs-Texans game, the, the handle is going to be outrageous. Yeah, I I
1: think that it will be one of the highest wagered NFL games the entire year. I I, I think it'll be like a playoff game, uh, that that type of handle. Because you know what, you're right. That Arkansas Arkansas Central Arkansas game and Austin Pay, the the handle was off the charts uh for an FCS game. That that was amazing. Now, these games will the one thing that I'll tell you, um working on so many different sports, I do have a lot of work so to catch up on. I know one NFL team and it's maybe all of them have said by now, fans in the stands, I'm not sure. I know the Raiders here because I'm in Vegas and I read the local newspaper. No fans at any of the Raider games all year right now, what they're saying. Not sure what's going to happen in Kansas City on Thursday night. I haven't read about it yet. Are they going to try to get some fans in the stands?
0: Uh I think it's going to be 20% max. They are gonna to try to get see
1: and anywhere per- you go,
0: I think the max you're gonna look at is twenty percent, except for like Jerry Jones in October when he's jamming a hundred thousand in, in Cowboy Stadium.
1: Yeah, for for me, that's you know, very little home home field. <laughs> Hey, there goes there's it's school day here at home. Hey, yeah, I just he, got a
0: text, I just got a text from my teacher. Uh it said or she was texting we get on this like group text thing with like the teachers in the virtual school. Hey, Brenda, can you talk to Robbie about inappropriate use of the chat? He's been asked several times to stop. I don't want to have to remove him. Um, so yeah. So he's, he, he's
1: sending out, he's sending out lines. He's trying to get people to make bets
0: with him. Uh, that's right. Yeah. No, I think it's worse. He may, may have used a potty word in the chat, which hopefully just an accident, but, uh, we <laughs> shall see. Anyway, um, uh, so look, yeah, kids welcome on this uh, podcast. Although I don't know why you would let a child walk around a sports book like that. <laughs> um, anyway, so we look at social distancing. Yeah, so they're gonna, I think there'll be 20% of the fans in the Chiefs stadium. What, what, are, what are you? How are you approaching this game? Um, is there anything about the line that you like? You know, it's, we, the last we saw uh, was you know the Chiefs down 24 points and then blowing out the Texans and covering every imaginable pre and live spread possible uh, to uh, in route to their Super Bowl victory. What are you looking at in this game?
1: Yeah, well, you know, that's big to me because it's going to be all about motivation. And then, you know, you got the target on your back with the Chiefs winning a Super Bowl. How much motivation do you have? Houston has all the motivation in the world. They've they've been chewing on that bullet since that game uh that they lost in the playoffs. I think this is one they've really pointed to. And and again, without fans in the stands, the Kansas City Stadium is one of the best in the NFL. Three and a half points I give for them at home, but with just 25% fans. I'm going to give zero because I just don't think there'll be enough. Uh, it won't be loud enough to uh, to affect the game whatsoever either way. So I, I like the revenge factor. I've always been high on Deshaun Watson. I think he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he's got great uh, – he can make all the throws. He's got great mobility. He can run out of the pocket. Uh, he does run into a couple sacks. And that's probably a negative, but I think the more experience he gets, and I think he's got 48 starts in the NFL. He keeps continues to get more experience – the better you're going to see this guy get. I like Houston's team. I think the number is overinflated. Uh, I think it's just way too high. Um, I very very few side plays on the on the first week schedule right now. Hmm. But one of them is Houston, and I love love them. Plus the points, I think they're in this game all the way. Now, will t- totals without preseason games and without without really a fall a summer camp without without the extra time they normally have. The defenses, I feel, are going to be way ahead of the offenses. I'm going to be looking for unders. I will not bet one game over, not one. In week one, probably in week two either. I'm going to look for unders, and I'm going to look for games where the public steams the over, and it moves two points. I will jump all over those unders in those type of games.
0: So the thing about this game is that, Everyone is going to look at the playoff matchup, and they're going to see that Kansas City rolled, and they're going to want to bet the Chiefs. No one, I mean, like, I know in my in my head, Kenny, that the Texans are the play here. They're getting 10 points with Deshaun Watson, and I understand Andy Reid's had tons of time to prepare, but, like, you still, you know, so is Bill O'Brien, which I guess is good. Um, everybody and their brother wants the Chiefs in the over here. It's the first <laughs> NFL game. You want to feel alive. You want the favorite, and you want to see points scored. But you're right. The reality is, this could easily easily be a much more conservative game. Because I think, oh, was the over? We got fifty fifty four. I thought it was fifty three. It's moved up. The Texans now at nine and a half. Would you would you mind the William Hill? Would you mind the Texans at nine and a half? Is it anything over a touchdown works for you, or, or where do you fall on that?
1: Yeah, you know, I made, I made Kansas City four. It's my number Ooh. in the game. And that's, I, well, I've got to add in all the, 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 yeah. the information and the one thing I give, I give two and a half points for revenge. And this is a revenge situation. Houston lost in the playoffs. That's, that's kind of the biggest revenge you can get. Uh, so I've got to add that in. If there was no revenge, I'm making the game six and a half. That's the difference I have between these two teams. And again, I'm not giving home field advantage. So on a normal year, let's say no revenge, full crowd. My numbers are saying the game should be 10, but I cannot give any home field. Home field is, uh, all it is is the crowd noise affecting the officials to give a call or two to the home team and maybe take a call or two away from the visitor. And that's, that's all really home field advantage is. These guys are professional athletes. They play in the same size field. They play at their own home. They're not intimidated by the crowd noise. The officials are intimidated by the crowd noise. And that's, and that's what, you know, sways home field advantage. Maybe there's a difference in Denver because of the altitude and that's worth points because of players are not used to playing in the altitude. But th- these guys are professional athletes. I'm not giving any home, like I said, and my number's four with the revenge factor for Houston. I think this game comes down to a field goal at the end of the game.
0: I, I'm with you. I think it's in. Now, do you think it's one of those situations where people are listening to this on Friday? You know, you have seven days to bet it. You have to be a little careful, obviously, because of COVID, you know, 19 and in, in, in the 2020 season and you don't want to see guys removed from the injury report. But I feel kind of safe about week one. Like if you want to take a line that you think might move and certainly this feels like one that could get steamed back towards Houston as it gets like right around game time where sharps are kind of peppering it when it's nine and a half or 10, is this a game you would feel comfortable going and taking despite the very influx nature of the season?
1: You know, I'm going to, for it being a standalone game, as you you just said about five minutes ago, everybody's, they just can't wait. They They can't wait to make a bet on the NFL and they all want to bet Kansas city and over the general public money may dwarf the professional money in this game. Mm. Professional bettors are going to say, you know what? Let the general public come in. Let them move this game to 10. Let them move it to 10 and a half if they want to, and then we'll come in late. So I I would suggest waiting. I haven't bet the game yet. I I, I think it's going to go up, but I will be all over Houston. Also, you don't have to bet because the COVID-19, we have no idea who's playing, who's not. Look at the college players. Every day we get a different college guy sitting out. So you don't really know, but I think if you're taking the dog, you're in a little better shape in most situations because uh, the the drop off is pretty drastic from Watson to McCarron, but the drop off from Mahomes to, to Henny is like astronomical. So right, right, right. Uh, that, that, That's that's you know the bigger drop off. So you'd well, be really and getting
0: hurt. RJ White pointed out on the podcast a few uh, weeks ago, I think. But like if you're gonna if you're gonna bet a line early in the week, take the dog because yeah. let's say I mean it would have to be Deshaun Watson really for this line to go from 10 to like 14. Well, I mean. Only, only on the, the, the games
1: that on, on Sunday, the standalone right. games, Monday night and Thursday, there's going to be so much general public money and they love to bet the favorite. Uh, I, I would suggest otherwise I'm going to wait on those. Right,
0: right, right. He, he just made it like from a Corona injury report standpoint. Whereas like your line, you know, like if, I mean, let's say, I mean, I don't know who the example, let's say Patrick Mahomes is ruled out. I mean, the Texans are like, I mean, all of a sudden the Texans are like minus seven, right? I mean, like, maybe if Deshaun Watson is out, it's, I don't know, but like, are the, would the Chiefs be minus 20 in this game? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that it would swing that far. So like, if, if you were trying to find some sort of middle based on Corona, t- lean towards the dog. Uh, well, but so I, again, I think,
1: you know, again, like I said, I only made Kansas City four. If, if Watson didn't play, I'm only, ma- I'm only making this game 10. Wow. I got so a th- six point, six point drop to McCarran now. If Mahomes doesn't play, I've got a 10 point drop. I'm making personally Houston six.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: If there's no Mahomes.
0: So yeah, that's yeah. why, that's why you want to lean towards the dog because you're going to just going to get more value and an opportunity to middle it. Whereas if you bet the favorite and then it, it, that's, that's sort of the move and we'll go over that later on. But so you really like Houston this game and it's a, it's going to be a must play for you. No uh, doubt about
1: it. Yeah, yeah but, but I'll, I'm going to wait. I'll wait probably till Thursday, and l- unless it starts to drop, but you know, there will there's not a lot of difference between nine and a half and seven and a half? I'll 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 sweat the game. You know, if it's going to fall eight, right. it fell it fell eight. But you know what? It, it's not going to drop that far. There's no way it drops that far. If, it, it's, if it's nine and a half now, the lowest this game will ever go is eight and a half. That's that's my belief. But I do think it could get to ten and a half.
0: Yeah. And look, the handle is going to be huge. It's going to you're right. It's sharp money may not influence the movement quite as much because it's all about way. It's not about beating everybody. It's about weighing out the the value, weighing out the money for the book. And then you get an even and you just collect a crap ton of juice and then you walk away. The one bet you'll make
1: like the Super Bowl, though, if you want to make a bet now and you like Houston like we do, take the money line now because that's the one thing the general public's not, they're not going to lay the big price. They'd rather lay the minus 10 than lay minus $6 or whatever that the money line is. So yeah. they don't want to lay that minus $7, but people are attracted to the big plus price. That's so right. And this, this, this game, there'll actually be a bargain. If you're a Kansas city chief backer in this game, you're probably better off waiting close to game time and betting the money line on it because you're going to get a really cheap price compared to what the spread is.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's. Uh, you mentioned the standalone games. There's a couple of – obviously, it's week one. There's a couple of good ones. On Sunday Night Football, Cowboys-Rams. What, uh, what are your thoughts on Cowboys-Rams? I have here on williamhill.com a line of Cowboys at L.A., Cowboys minus 2.5, minus 115 and the over-under 51.5, another enormous over-under, which, you know, for one new offense and one offense that sort of struggled some, and two teams that really like to run the ball, we think. You know, it, it, uh, the Rams like to throw it. They throw it
1: 60% of the time, but they, they may get a little more conservative this year. I've, well-coached football teams see what their opponents do, and the Rams saw last year the 49ers and uh, and. Mc- I can't think of his name, McClanahan. Uh what's his name? Uh McVay. Mc. McVay. Oh, Shanahan. McClanahan. Shanahan. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shanahan. Run the football. And and San Francisco was very successful running the football. I think you're right. The Rams will get back to their, their roots a little bit. They will run it more. Um, for, for me, I feel like McCarthy's a guy that likes to open the offense up and throw it around. I thought that would be good for this team. They have so many weapons. Dak has a chip on his shoulder. Um, I really like the Cowboys, but again, in a short amount of time, a new head coach bringing in new systems i 'd much rather have the team with the continuity the Rams have with their their head coach, their quarterback, their system in place, and this is still a really good football team. I think they were in the Super Bowl two years ago, yeah and have the best defensive player in the world on their side so i I, I like the Rams I made them a small favorite i 'm taking three with them
0: yeah all right. i i uh, I can get down with that, especially given. And look, the Cowboys are America's team. Again, and I think this is really important for week one because we, we are under the impression that these players will all be out there. Like, COVID-19 shouldn't be a problem for you in week one. If it is, you have bigger issues to deal with amongst your team. And again, people are going to be pawing at the dirt. To bet on these big primetime games. People love to bet on the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a very popular preseason team. They're going to be picked to win the Super Bowl by a lot of people or make the Super Bowl. They are going to be a team that people take the over a nine and a half on and people bet, think Dak Prescott's going to win MVP, et cetera, et cetera. You get the Rams who were just terrible last year and won nine games as a dog at home. Um, although Kenny, I think the last, I think the last time we talked, we, Love the Rams in the Super Bowl. So that may not be. Yeah, cool. no, yeah. Now they, I, I, a
1: little bit about. Awesome. Uh, somebody got out coached in that game. Uh, we should have roll. Should have had golf roll out the entire game, but they didn't do it. They did it early, but stopped that. They should have done that. I thought like, uh,
0: P- they pee down his leg If you saw Belichick in the pregame. Said, oh, yeah. God, it's good to see you, Bill.
1: <laughs> you know? And he hasn't recovered since. Golf really didn't good. recover. He couldn't recover from it last year. Hope he has a better year this year. Uh, you know, you mentioned both teams like to run. I, I think the Rams will run more. I think Dallas will run quite a bit behind that great offensive line. This total is 50 right now. I only made it 45. This will be one of those totals that I talked about earlier that I know is going to go up because the general public will bet over. You're going to see 52 on this game, and I'm, it's going to 0-0 zero, zero after the first quarter. We're going to be in great shape on the under 52 in this one.
0: Okay, I like, I, I like this idea of, frankly, almost parlaying all the big primetime game unders. Yeah. Or just, or just hammer them. Just hammer the unders in these primetime games as you're like, as your bets out of the gate, because they're in the fifties and we've seen repeatedly, Kenny, not in, in non Corona off seasons, week one and week two and week three are borderline like preseason games because these teams are still getting used to it. And now they had even less time. So it makes a whole lot of sense that you would take the unders here.
1: All of these leagues that have tried to. You know, pop up here, the AAF, uh, the XFL, every single league that none of them have ever done preseason games because they right. know that it's, it's going to cost them money and they can't do it. And every one of those leagues scoring is down a touchdown the first two weeks of their season. And then they start to pick it up in week three, four and five because they get that continuity on offense. I think the NFL is going to be down a touchdown in week one, average wow. score 44 a game, average score. Could be 37 a game week one in the NFL.
0: And so we're ready for this when it happens. And I'm not going to let myself get fooled like I usually do, Kenny. When we don't figure out in week three that the unders are hitting. And then start betting unders. <laughs> like, 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 I'm telling myself this. I'm telling everybody else this. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be willing to stare at these teams and these matchups. And like, cause I think that mentally you see Rams and Cowboys or Chiefs and Texans. You're like, they could score 55 points. That's no problem. You gotta be willing to, to, to defy the, what seems logical in your brain. Take the under. Do that for two weeks. And then when the books start cratering those numbers because people are hammering the unders in week two, you go back and take some of the overs where it starts getting low, right? Exactly.
1: Once the once the line starts to drop and the and now the average total's in the low forties, and now the quarterback's got continuity with the receivers and, and everybody's got a step they're ahead of step, the, the defense is now equal to the offense. You're right. Then it's time to jump on the over. It's a small sample. We have college games this weekend, but that first college football game, the total opened 40 and Way a half under. was bet up to 48, and I loved it over because those two teams should really play to like fifty-five. Yeah. Well, the first play of the game goes for a touchdown. It's seven-nothing, five seconds into the game, and they had every opportunity in the world to score. Both teams had the ball four times each, and there was still ten minutes left in the first quarter but yet they couldn't score because the defenses were ahead of the offense, even an early touchdown. So even if you get an early touchdown in some of these NFL games, don't panic. If the total goes up in game, I'm jumping on the understill because the defenses are definitely going to make the better adjustments in week one and week two.
0: No, that's a great point for week one, Kenny. And I think that people who have the opportunity to live bet uh, these football games, if you see a kickoff return or a jailbreak or a long touchdown pass, you because know, you're watching Red Zone. Obviously, you, you sudden you get an alert and a cut in for that game. Dive on that game and bet the live under because there is a good chance that scoring is going to slow down. That's a that's a fantastic point. Okay, so Monday night. Uh, actually, before we get to Monday night, let's let's dial it back to to Sunday afternoon. Um, don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Another game where I think people will be expecting a ton of points, and I personally don't think it'll happen. Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Buccaneers and Saints. The Saints are minus three and a half at home against Tampa Bay. New Orleans has been bad against the spread in the beginning of seasons for like the last six years, which is the weirdest thing because Sean Payton and Drew Brees should be prepared. The over under 49 and a half. I feel like that may have dipped a little bit. Um, are you, are you sort of on the same boat here where it's time for an under with two pretty good defenses that should be ahead, especially with Tom Brady learning a new system?
1: Yeah, exactly. A new system for Tom Brady, new teammates. Is he going to have the continuity? They're going to be on time. I don't think so. It's going to take, it's going to take a couple games for him to get that system down. Uh, New Orleans. I I really feel like Sean Payton last year, had to throw it a little more than he wanted to, but a couple, you know, the two previous years, this team was known as a running football team. They wanted to run the football, protect Drew Brees. And I think they're going to try to go back to that as well. So uh, the total's not high enough for me right now, 49-and-a-half, um, I believe it is. I'd like to see it go up a little bit because these are two good offenses. You never know. with Tom Brady and Drew sure. Reese, hate to go under. But, again, if the general public wants to bet this up two points, two-and-a-half points, I will be more than glad to be on the sportsbook side of this total.
0: Okay, right, let me ask you two, Kenny, on this number. So 49-and-a-half, there are a lot of key numbers in football when you're betting. Uh, three, we're done with the point spread, three, but field goal, obviously, seven, touchdown, uh, et cetera. For the over-under, there are obviously a bunch of key numbers as well, 49 being one for the math majors out there, seven times seven, a very important number, that's seven touchdowns. Is the, Is it still a key number 49 given what we've seen with extra point inconsistency and teams willing to go for two? Have you altered your key numbers at all for those totals?
1: Yeah, you know, 45, 45, and 46. 44, 45, 46, those are the, those are the target numbers okay. that land the most. 48 is a big number now, and obviously, you're right, seven touchdowns, 49. One missed extra point puts you on 48. So 48 has been a key number. 49 still up there. I think it's about 5% of games will fall 49. Um, 50, 51, there's quite a few. 42, 43 in that range. They're all pretty key, but 44 and 45, those are the two big ones.
0: Okay. And so guys listening, ladies, guys, whoever, whoever's listening, when you're betting those numbers, if you see 44 and a half, you know, maybe wait, I mean, by half a point, et cetera, et cetera. You, you know, you don't want to take the 45 under or 44 and a half under. Conversely, right. you don't want to take the 45 and a half over and believe, obviously Vegas knows this. So try to get,
1: try to get as many key numbers working for you basically. And, right. Yep. You, exactly. Wait, wait uh, it
0: out. Okay, so what uh, are there any other games that stand out to you from the Sunday slate? Um, just in turn, and it can be anything, you know, whether it's a total. Uh, you know, we've got a bunch of, gosh, doesn't feel like. I mean, there's a bunch of dogs. There's a bunch of big dogs. Yeah, I mean, Colts- one, one total I'm looking at. One total okay.
1: that I re- that I really like the Jets and Bills under. Mm. Uh, it's only forty. It's a low one, but that Bills defense is for real. they they're, they're that good. And I, I still have question marks. Is Josh Allen really going to be that guy in the NFL? We'll really find out this year. And is Sam Darnold that guy? But neither one is. They both have potential, but that just means they haven't done anything yet. So um, I, I would uh, state rivalry, the Jets, their, their defense is solid. Um, they had a great year last year. Even with a lot of injuries, their defense held that team together. So um, with, with no continuity early in the season, no preseason games, I felt 40 was way too high of a total for those two teams.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like if you, just looking up uh, like a random Bills, I mean, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to filibuster a little bit here while I do it, but uh, I'm trying to see what the total points combined over 40 in a Bills and Jets game, how many times that that has happened since, let's say, 2013. We will sort by date and year. And the answer is it has happened – uh, nine times since 2013, but, uh, it doesn't happen a lot. Like they had 41 point, or they had 40 points, uh, they hadn't happened since 2018. So like it happened twice in 2018, but we're not talking a ton of points. It was like 41-10. I mean, this is a game that uh, I agree with you. There's Again, two- week one, week one, no preseason. You're talking
1: about games that they actually had games under their belt at that point.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and then two of these games on this list have hit exactly on 40 and then one has hit at 41. So you're talking about a very good number. Two teams are going to be conservative. The Jets are not going to take shots down the field. Rashad Pyramid's the only deep threat and he's a new addition and good luck getting past that Bill's secondary. Um, and I think Sam, I think they will want to be careful with Sam Darnold and dink and dunk as much as possible. And the Bills we know might take some shots with. Stephon Diggs to to ease him in, but are more likely going to be pretty conservative. I think on offense because that's just sort of who they are, and they probably believe they can win this game nineteen to seven with their defense. Um, Anything else? What do you think?
1: What do you think I'm going to do with Tyrod Taylor versus Joe Burrow? Uh,
0: I think you're going to slam the Bengals, right? (laughs) I
1: do actually. I do. I I do uh, Uh, like Bengals Yeah, I like the Bengals in the game. Uh, Chargers. I'm way down on the Chargers. Um, I do like the, the Bengals defense. I think the Bengals defense is as good as the Chargers defense. So wow, uh, but I, but I like it under. I like okay. it under. I like the game under with those two quarterbacks. Got a rookie quarterback and Tyrod Taylor hasn't played in three years. And right. He really was never a guy, never a guy that really could put up big points and he doesn't turn the
0: ball over. Anthony so, Lynn's, Anthony Lynn's whole thing for this season is going to be slow, methodical run with Tyrod yes. Taylor, open up yep. the read option. He doesn't want to break long runs. No, he wants no. to melt the clock. And now that, you know, they lose Derwin James, which obviously, you know, hurts their defense. It's still a very good defense. And I, I don't think that the Bengals are going to take a bunch of shots. Zach Taylor wants to craft in week one, a winning game plan that makes Joe Burrow comfortable and gives him easy reads. He's not going to ask him to, you know, stuff, you know, what was it? Was it, uh, is it, is it Jerry Jones or somebody likes to say stuff it in the turkey hole? Is it Troy Aikman? He's not going to ask, he's not going to ask, uh, Joe Burrow to stuff it in the turkey hole 17 times on, uh, on, on Sunday, I don't
1: think. Exactly right. That's why I was going down that path with those two quarterbacks. Both coaches will try to keep their quarterbacks in a position to be successful. They're not going to put them in positions where they're not, they're not ready for yet in week one. So yeah, I think it'll be a very conservative game plan by both offenses.
0: Does travel play a factor for you at all in week one? I know like the people are high on the Raiders minus two and a half. Uh, going to Carolina, I, I've just seen people talk about that a lot. I actually think that game is a sneaky over game because the defenses are bad, but it's at forty-seven and a half. I tend to sort of like Carolina here, despite all the inconsistency, just because I, it feels like John Gruden, morning time, West Co- or East Coast. Derek Carr doesn't play there well. Am I crazy for feeling that way? You know, the one thing we really have
1: to uh, follow in pro sports now is there's no nightlife. No. So nice. the, so so really, morning time games may not be that big a deal because no one's going out to the bars three, four, or five in the in the morning. Yeah. Now, every, everyone's just going back to the hotel or going back home because there's nowhere to go. So, Nobody's going to the uptown cabaret, in Charlotte. Everybody's okay. focused. Everybody's focused. I, I I'm not going to worry about. You're right. That has always been an angle uh, for for a lot of handicappers, and it and it's a valid angle. It really is because it's it's your. uh James Harden, like, the body
0: mathematically does better within in cities with great strip club scenes. <laughs> like, he just does. I mean, he goes off in, in cities with with, with good uh, adult entertainment. So, yeah. Um, all right, was curious if that factored in at all. And uh, finally, Monday Night Football. Let's touch on that really quickly. The Titans at the Broncos. I know, I think Kelly Stewart told us that she's big on the Broncos in this game. The line may have drifted where Denver's now a one-and-a-half-point favorite on William Hill. The total is 41 41- Two pretty methodical teams here, I think, Kenny. In terms of how they want to operate, you know, people are high on the Broncos and how aggressive they'll be on offense, and um, that that trendy Broncos thing scares me a little bit. But more than anything, it feels like Tennessee's at a huge disadvantage going to Mile High Stadium.
1: Well, we, as I talked about the altitude there, but I'm going to give a a big advantage. I'll take Mike Vrabel over Vic Fangio. Okay. Now, yeah, it's, I, I think it's a coaching mismatch. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong about Fangio. I think he's more of a defensive coordinator than he is a head coach. So, defensive coordinator, head coach, conservative game plan with Drew Locke. Uh, Tennessee, they want to pound the football. They showed us last year. We're, we're going to run it till you can stop us. So I think it's going to be another game that I'm going to love that uh, hopefully the general public will bet it up from 41.5 to 43, get us over those two key numbers, yeah. 42 and 43. And uh, this will be an underplay for me because, I again, two good offensive lines, uh, some really good running backs on both sides. And, uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill had a great year last year, but I think he's going to fall somewhere in between where he was with the Dolphins and what he did last year.
0: Yeah, and I would expect that with the altitude – and the Titans just signed um, Steven Goskowski, who presumably they're going to trust to kick longer field goals, that you would see these two teams probably not go for it on fourth and short and instead take some shots at field goal opportunities, which inherently leads to the under. All right, finally, the New York football Giants hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday night in the early game. I went in the uh, backwards version of that. The Giants' dogs at home, the total 47.5. Are you back in big Ben? and his return to football without seeing him throw the ball in training camp.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen him throw. So I can't back him if I haven't seen him. So I'm with you. You know, it's he's, he's my favorite for the comeback player of the year because he's the most important piece of any player returning. He's the biggest point differential of any player I could possibly have. Um, I think he's a five point upgrade um, over, over Devlin Hodges and, and Mason Rudolph. So they get a big boost in their power rating, but are we getting the full 100% Ben Roethlisberger week one? I don't think so. There's no shot. So um, I took off a couple points of their rating and uh, made the game three. Okay. Uh, big key number in the NFL. So, yeah, I, I we'll see if the general public jumps on the Steelers. I guess I'll be more than happy to take the Giants and the points here in this one.
0: This feels like a, you're on, you're on the Sportsline show on, on Monday leading into the game. You're like, listen, every, the public's hammering the Steelers. Give me the dog at home against a quarterback I haven't seen before. And then, then you pivot and say, and by the way, I'll take the under as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dang, thank you. Yeah. Uh, we just tape that. Use it next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. Yeah. I'll save you. Uh, yeah. I'll save you. I'll save you a hit on, uh, CBS Sports HQ. All right. Watch Kenny on Sportsline basically every night. They make him handicap Russian ping pong as well as basketball and every other, every other sport under the sun. Follow him at KYD Vegas, and uh, can where, what's the website people can go to get your college football? Uh, uh, Perfect,
1: Kenny White's KennyWhiteSports Plus, I Kenny got White. the projection website going, um, but the magazine is out. It's going to be a three ring binder this year Ooh, because fancy. it's been a three ring circus since March. <laughs> so, so you got seventy seven teams. The correct schedules in the magazine. All the information you need. First half trends, second half trends for every team for the last five years. So I'll get you a copy. We'll all shoot you one out to your house.
0: You're my guy, Kenny. Thanks as always, buddy. Thanks, Will.